and welcome to Affliction Sharecoded, a podcast where we sharecode some of the world's so-called afflictions and rate their plausibility on a scale of 1 to 5. I'm Minnie Kim, and today we will be sharecoding finals week. So it was finals week for my school only recently, and it was after winter break, which kind of destroys the whole purpose of having a break because it just gives us more time to study and it's signifying that we had more time to study and therefore you can make the final exam more difficult or it can be more challenging but doesn't matter because you had more time to study and you didn't even have school in the duration of the time you had to study for it so I mostly tried to take advantage of it but it was definitely difficult having to focus on schoolwork and having one um, test decide 20% of my grade and trying to study for that. So that was probably difficult, but I managed it, I guess. Um, I've actually never had to complete finals tests in middle school except eighth grade math. And I took algebra one and that's basically a high school course, I guess. So we just had to pass the actual test given in high school. It was definitely nerve-wracking, I would say, and it was split into three, so we would take a one, like, one-hour portion of that test in one class, next week another portion, etc., etc., and I remember not getting too good of a grade there because I had somewhat of an obsession with extracurriculars at that time, and it wouldn't really go into my high school GPA anyways, so I was definitely kind of let go at the end. Um, It was only in high school, which is basically six months in, that I actually started caring about finals. It actually started to hit hard because it was tangible. I could reach it, I could see it, and I could like feel the test paper, etc. And I think biology was definitely a difficult one for me. We had to cram everything we had learned in an entire semester in one test, like or in other words, a week. And all students have gone through it, I guess, but it was a first for me. So that was difficult, but again, I managed. I think my work generally met validation, and I ended the semester with a pretty good grade. And I know some people, however, who didn't. So I want to honor those people for their hard work as well. And those people probably had more difficult classes or courses or maybe even stricter or more stringent teachers than me. So we never know the situation. Whenever you get a grade, an A- minus in a certain English course with a certain teacher may perhaps be an A-plus with another teacher in a different course. So it's definitely, it has a lot of variables in it. So we can't really judge someone by their letter grade or I guess percentage grade as well. Uh, Perhaps they had a headache that day to think of excuses. Their condition wasn't so good and maybe they had personal issues to plow through during finals week. I mean, any number of things could have happened. Mistakes are made and unknown content could randomly appear on a test paper. So maybe that's why it's an affliction. The unpredictability is too nerve wracking to be true or for a person who just wants to maintain their GPA to be calming or make us feel prepared. I'm in no way trying to say in this podcast 
that I don't think tests are a terrible way of measuring someone's understanding of the course thus far. I covered this in my last episode, but there simply isn't other way. Like, sure, maybe projects, maybe essays, but what about math? What about science? Um, lab reports sometimes can't tell you everything because it's about a certain lab and it doesn't cover every single unit or every single aspect of that unit. And even for essays in English, like, AI is becoming so prevalent these days that I don't think... I think everyone's using AI. And I don't mean that as a cheating AI, like ChatGPT, for instance, but I mean, something as simple as Grammarly is still just some sort of AI usage. I personally don't use Grammarly because I'm too lazy to implement it in my computer or in my Chrome or wherever it's implemented. But I definitely do check my grammar in other sites like... And that's definitely, I guess, could qualify as AI usage. So it's definitely not a complete evaluation of someone's just innate brain activity at that specific moment. And that's another problem with tests, I guess. It just happens in a specific moment. You can't choose when you take it. So that's another nerve-wracking part of it. It's very rare that a person who participates in class and understands all concepts does horribly in a test, unless they have severe test anxiety, which is completely understandable as well. I know some people who have severe test anxiety, most people don't, but some people who felt it, and I know that it really, really plagues them because, again, SATs, ACTs, all tests I've given periods of time and you just have to be at your best you have to be laser focused at that time and maybe I like it um to some extent I do like it to some extent but I know people who don't and I completely understand their situation as well I think it's I think finals week is a good way to sum everything up in class it's just that it's not preferred by students and my sister and friends are a good example. There are a lot of videos on YouTube of people grinding hours and hours of work in a day. And personally, I can't resonate with that. I find it to be less productive to sit at a desk for like 10 hours because that's what I see them do. Maybe it's maybe it's all fabricated, but and they just study and study. I, I know that some people would agree with me on this, like... It's just unproductive to do that. You're bound to fall out at one point or another. It might be even after finals week, but putting yourself in that kind of strain and that kind of motivation track is never a good idea. And I will never be trying that unless maybe in college. Who knows? I don't think that this is necessarily a podcast to tell you about study hacks or tips. I'm in no way an expert on this, and truth be told, I only came to start using these things, and I had to learn it the hard way. I had to not get the best grades in some tests before I realized maybe reading through my notes isn't the best idea, even though I do have a relatively good memory. To those, to, to find those tips, you can go online. There are MIT and Harvard students willing to teach you about this stuff, and I guess it worked for them, 
Um, I'm pretty sure their college status attests to that, but it should all be tailored and it should all be a tailored process. And personally, some things have worked for me, some things haven't. And I think finding that out is all about your high school journey as well. And me personally, my school has a class for that. It has a specific course dedicated to you finding out how to be successful in high school. And some people have found it useful, including me. Although the majority of the things were already just common knowledge, it just allows you to look back and see maybe this is what works best for me personally. In my school, at least, finals are usually 20%. So it doesn't affect our grades that much once you think about it. Like, it's one-fifth of the entire thing. But it's still a hefty amount of your grade because it's 20% of your grade for one test. Like, for other assignments, like summatives. Let's say a summative with 40%. You would approximately have, like, six summatives within the semester. And that would definitely be grueling but it would at least give you a chance to improve your score but finals is just finals no retakes no redos just finals and it's done for some it may be the difference between a 4.0 and a 3.9 gpa which is a pretty big deal i guess there are apps and websites that help us calculate the minimum score we must get to maintain a certain letter grade or maintain like an A so that you know, our 4.0 streak isn't broken, for example. To take my sister as an example, she needed to get a 94% on her Calc BC finals to maintain her letter grade. But in spirit of this, let's get into the real affliction. Now, I'm genuinely curious as to how this works in other parts of the world, but like the States or another Asian country, at least in South Korea, where I come from, in the international school I attend, the standard is that anything below an A is shameful, except for like really, really difficult AP courses. And my sister's like class was one of them, Calc PC, which is a pretty difficult course. It's the untold truth in my school, or like our community, our international community, that a B is basically a failure, um, at least among the people who do well, or the people who want to do well. But one of my teachers, on the last day of class, I think, he gave us a speech that I personally chose not to opt for, like the advice he gave was pretty interesting to me. He told us how when he hands us a B or B plus, it means that we are proficient by definition because that's what a B means and very sufficient in our coursework, which my class alongside me was quite skeptical about. I believe him that his grades, grading standards are what is normally supposed to be. C should be average and A should be absolutely extraordinary, like it absolutely blew the teacher away. And technically, there should only be one A in the class, or less than one A, because that's what is written. Like, it's the standard definition. But I know Asian culture is known for its academic prowess and ingenious capabilities. Like, it's one of the stereotypes. But I think that society sets the standards for what a grade means.
So back to the question. I don't know about other countries, but when a teacher hands a student a C in a paper, it means that he was disappointed. And they clearly show that. They clearly articulate that. Like, I think that this was a pretty disappointing paper. And they give you C. When a college sees a grade, they assume things because they don't have the capacity to check every teacher's grading standards and how they grade, or in this case, my teacher's B is good kind of standard, I guess. So it's sad that we have become so attached with our grades, and I think this has been said by a lot of other people. But to opt into self-pity, it's society's fault. And I don't mean fault as a bad thing, but as a pointer to point that our parents spend money for our education and it is natural for students to want to do good, even if it means sacrificing our livelihood, even little, like not hanging out with friends every often while, um, only hanging out with them after finals week because you've hit that sense of completion. So when people go crazy before finals, stress eat, can't sleep, or is stressed out too much, I point the finger not at our culture, like our Asian culture, but how society makes us perceive such culture. I don't know about you, but I can't imagine a world in which a C would make me feel happy and average. I see so many quotes talking about how grades don't define who you are, but our career does, our family and neighborhood does, our diploma actually does. Not because we want it to be that way, but society wires it to be that way. There's no way to sugarcoat this because I myself feed from this exhilaration of competition, validation, failure, and much more. It's, it has so much nuance and depth that we can't even begin to perceive, but we follow it because everyone follows it, and society says it's good. Or even if they say it's bad, you at least have something to eat off of. I just hope that it doesn't become too much of a fatality that people can't handle it or genuinely can't bear it. I give the sure coding of finals week a two. This podcast was written and produced by me, Minnie Kim. If you have any comments or reviews, please feel free to write any and all thoughts on your podcast reviews. If you would like to suggest an affliction for me to share code, please email me via afflictionsharecoded at gmail.com. When's the last time you had a finals week? Whether that be college, med school, graduate school, law school, high school, or middle school. And don't stress out too much. It's only 20% of your grade. Okay, have a good one.